0: Our confession has nothing to do with physical facts. Our confession has to do with the truth. As things really are from... The Bible says that in verse 23 of Numbers chapter 13, it says, And he came unto the brook of Eschol, and cut down from hence a branch with one cluster of grapes. And they bared between two upon a staff. And they brought of the pomegranates and of the figs. The place was called the Brook of Escol, because of the cluster of grapes which the children of Israel cut down from hence. And they returned from searching of the land after forty days." And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel unto the wilderness of Paran, to Kadesh, and brought back word unto them and unto, and unto all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. And they told him and said, We came unto the land whither thou sendest us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey, and this is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land, and the cities are walled. And very great Moreover we saw the children of Enoch there Uh, The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south And the Hittites and the Jebusites And the Amorites dwell in the mountains And the Canaanites dwell by the sea And by the coast of Jordan And Caleb stealed the people before Moses and said Let us go up at once and possess it For we are well able to overcome it but the men that went up with him said, we be not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report of the land which they searched unto the children of Israel saying, the land through which you, we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. And there we saw the giants, the sons of Enak, which come of the giants. And and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we were in their sight. Chapter 14. And all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried. And the people wept that night. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron. And the whole congregation said unto them, would God that we had died in the land of Egypt, or would God we had died in this wilderness? Wherefore had the Lord brought us unto this land to fall by the sword, that our wives and our children should be a prey? Were it not better for us to return into Egypt? And they said one to another, let us make a captain, let us return into Egypt. Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel, and Joshua the son of Nun, and Caleb the son of Jephunneh, which were of them that searched the land, rent their clothes. And they spake unto all the company of the children of Israel, saying, The land which we passed through to search it is 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 an exceeding good land. If the Lord delight in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it, to, give it us, a land which floweth with milk and honey. Only rebel not against the Lord, neither fear ye the people of the land, for they are bread for us. Their defense is, is departed from them, and the Lord is with us, fear them not. But all the congregation bade stone them with stones. And the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of the congregation before all the children of Israel. And the Lord said unto Moses, how long will these people provoke me? And how long will it be ere they believe me? For all the signs which I have showed among them, I will smite them with the pestilence and disinherit them. And I will make of thee a greater nation and mightier than they. And Moses said unto the Lord, Then the Egyptians shall hear it, for thou broughtest up these people in thy might from among them. And they will tell it to the inhabitants of this land, for they have heard that thou, Lord, among these people, that thou, Lord, art seen face to face, that thy cloud standeth over them, and that thou goest before them, By daytime in a pillar of cloud and in a pillar of fire by night. Now if thou shalt kill all these people as one man, then the nations which have heard the fame of thee shall speak, saying, Because the Lord was not able to bring these people into the land, which he swore to them, therefore he hath slain them in the wilderness. Now I beseech thee, let the power of my Lord be great, according as thou hast spoken, saying, The Lord is long-suffering and of great mercy, forgiving iniquity and transgression, and by no means clearing the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and unto the third and fourth generation. Pardon, I beseech thee the iniquity of these people according unto the greatness of thy mercy, as thou hast forgiven these people from Egypt even until now. And the Lord said, I have pardoned according to thy word. But as truly as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. But because all these men which have seen my glory and my miracles, which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness and have tempted me now these ten times and have not hearkened to my voice, surely they shall not see the land which I swore unto their fathers. Neither shall any of them that provoke me see it. But my servant Caleb Because he had another spirit with him and had followed me fully. he will I bring it to the land where into he went and his seed shall possess it. Now the Amalekites and the Canaanites dwell in the valley. Tomorrow turn you and go into the wilderness or turn you and go into the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea. And the Lord spake unto Moses. And unto Aaron, saying, How long shall I bear with this evil congregation, which murmur against me? I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel, which they murmur against me. I say unto them, As truly as I live, saith the Lord, as you have spoken in my ears, so will I do unto you. We'll read that again. Say unto them. As truly as I live, saith the Lord, as you have spoken, as ye have spoken in my ears, so will I do unto you. We're talking about the role of confession. The role of confession. Hallelujah. And God is telling us, as you have spoken in my ears. As the children of Israel had spoken in God's ears, so he did to them. He forgave them, but he still did what he said. You can be praying all the prayers in the world if your word does not line up with the word of God, you're wasting your time and your resources. Hallelujah. We have said that confession Includes the fact or is a declaration that is in line with what God has said. We as children of God cannot walk with God holding an opinion that is contrary to the word of God. If, if, even in other things. Now, our confession or our profession must line up Totally with God. That's what it is. It's not just in you saying, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed. Uh, Then you turn around and say, homosexual marriage is okay. No. You have to hold one opinion. God's opinion. It's total. It includes praise. It includes honor. It includes a lifestyle that is consistent with the word of God. Is, is being in agreement with God. The reason is because when you say and your actions don't correspond, your faith is dead. You say, I'm a Christian, but your actions are contrary to the Word of God. Now, you and you're consistently living that way, you are not a child of God. You're killing your faith. You can't make a shipwreck of your faith. Your faith has to be consistent with the word of God. Your faith has to be so consistent. Your confession has to be consistent with what God has said. And when we pray, what we declare after we have prayed must be consistent with the word of God. And what is God's word that he has heard us? When we pray according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, we know that we have the petition that we have desired of him. From the the scripture we just read, there are a few pointers that we see there. God expects that we will not walk according to what we see. So our confession is not that of facts, physical facts. I'll say that again. Our confession has nothing to do with physical facts. Our confession has to do with the truth. As things really are, from God's perspective, our reality is what God says it is, because it is actually what it is. Our confession must line up with the truth. Jesus, the Bible said that the law came through Moses, but grace and truth came through the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. With the children of Israel that brought an evil report. That a report or a word that is contrary to what God has said is an evil report. Our confession must line up with the word of God. It must line up with the will of God. It must line up with God's testament because that's how we possess The things that Jesus has worked for us. Hallelujah. And as our confession, look at when Caleb spoke and he finished speaking, God said he had a different spirit. What did he have? The spirit of faith. Did he not see the giants in the land? He saw them. You know, some people like to say, I like to be honest. I don't, I don't tell any of those things. You'll be confessing something that's not real. I, you know, how can it be? I'm feeling the sickness. You say I should say I'm healed. You know, this, that's how some people kill themselves. That's why I don't like all these Christians just overdoing things. The Apostle Paul said that uh, I glory in my infirmity. So you'll be confessing your sickness. You're digging yourself out of a hole. And if you dig yourself out of a hole, you'll be the first person in human history ever to dig himself out of a hole. When they got there, the way the people were talking, Caleb stealed them. and said before Moses, let us go up at once and possess it. For we are well able to overcome them. What was Caleb looking at? Was he looking at his own resources? He was looking at kingdom resources. He was looking at God who is with them. But the men that went up with him said, we be not able. We be not able. They took away their ability to win and shortened the hand of God. They shortened, they, they, they defeated themselves by the things they said. A dear man of God said, once you said that you had no faith, doubt rose like a mountain over your life. I'll say it again. The minute you said, I have no faith, doubt rises like a mountain over your life. If you say you cannot do it. Now, there's a time to go to God in the place of prayer and fall out before him for strength. But at the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. When you grow above, when you understand that thing, you're not going to be talking like that. And when you get to before people, and you're saying your inabilities, the poverty that, poverty is, you know, and problems of this world, all you are talking are the problems. You will not overcome. Hallelujah. Remember, as you have spoken in my ears, so will I do. It says, as they have spoken in my ears, so will I do unto them. It's a law. I'm going to say something about overcoming things that seem to be overwhelming and you don't seem to know how to get out of it. In Colossians chapter 2, verse 6, as you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. Rooted, built up in him, and established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. You know, thanksgiving is part of your confession. Hallelujah. It says you're in agreement. When you shout, when when the word of God comes out, hallelujah, that you agree with, in agreement with the word of God. Everything you do in agreement with the word of God is your confession, is your declaration. As as you have received. How did you receive Jesus? Amen. Romans chapter 10. I'm going to read it from verse 13 first. Then I'm going to back up for us to see in practical terms how we got saved. Amen. It says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? So believing is a problem. You can't call on a God that you do not believe in. Praise the Lord Jesus. And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? So hearing is a vital part of this. And how shall they hear Without a preacher. How shall they hear without a preacher? You see, how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace. Bring, and bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah said, Lord, who has believed our report? Verse 17. So then. Faith cometh by hearing. And hearing. By the word of God. So then. Faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. So then faith cometh. By hearing. And hearing by the word of God. How shall they believe. Without a preacher. And what is the preacher preaching? The word of God. How shall they call on him. In whom they have not believed. Now let's back up. Now we know it came by. Preaching right. He says but what sayeth it. Verse 8. The word is nigh thee even in thy mouth. And in thy heart. Which is the word of faith. Which we preach. If I like to say it like this. Which we have preached unto you. And we keep preaching. Amen. All right. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, the Lordship of Jesus Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ, or the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in thy heart. How did you hear and believe? Why why are you confessing something? You heard something. You believed it, and you declared it. You confessed what you believed. How shall they believe in him in whom they have not heard? That if thou shall confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, and shall believe in thy heart that God had raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. With the mouth Confession is made unto soteria, salvation, deliverance, safety, freedom from sin, unto prosperity, hallelujah, unto eternal life, glory be to God. If you have Jesus, you have the life. And so you freely declared, glory be to God. You hold a confession always that is consistent with the word of God. Regardless of what you see. Regardless of what you think about it. Regardless of what is going on around you. You must hold a confession that is consistent with the promise of God. With the word of God. It does not matter what is going on around you. What is important is what God is saying about it. Because God can see more than you. You know, there's something that we also need to understand. And that is that. Always understand it and keep it in your mind. God knows better than I do. And God loves me.